If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors protect their hard-earned wealth. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515 to strategize with the wealth protection diva today. Call Sage International. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Honeybees are tied to so many facts and historical events. Bees are some of the most studied creatures and written about animals. There is always something new to learn about honeybees and their impact on our society over the years. It's no secret that we love our bees, but did you know how vital they actually are to our ecosystem? Honeybees pollinate one-third of the global food supply. Without them, many plants, including fruit crops, would die off. In fact, there's no other insect humans rely on more than bees. With me today is Debbie Gilmore. She is the owner of Hall's Honey, based in Earrington, Nevada, and very active in the beekeeping world because she heads up the Mason Valley Beekeepers Organization in Earrington and also the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. So Debbie, welcome. Thank you, Sherry. It's good to be here. Yeah, so obviously a lot of people, oh, I love bees or I hate bees, right? So right, right. <laughs> depending on your, your uh, experience as a child, but because bees are becoming more and more uh, present in our ecosystem and climate change and all the things going on, a lot of people always say to me when they find out I'm a beekeeper, gee, I want to become a beekeeper. So what... Uh, what would you say to people that are interested in becoming a beekeeper? There's a couple of things. Well, maybe three. Um, take a beekeeping class. And the Mason Valley Beekeepers are hosting their beginning beekeepers class on January 21st in Urington. Um, find a mentor. Find someone who has some experience keeping bees. Um, probably the third one is read and research and learn what you can um, there's lots of information out there on social media, um, tons of really good books to read, but there's a lot out there to, to take in. Absolutely. So the class is the Introduction to Bees and Beekeeping, Saturday, January 21st, out at the Catholic Center in Earrington, Nevada. And of course, you can go out to the Mason Valley Beekeepers website to yes. find out more about that. They can. Awesome. So, you know, it's funny because obviously you've been in the beekeeping. Uh, you have a business as a beekeeper. A lot of us are more hobbyists, mm -hmm. you know, the back, backyard beekeepers. And so there is a lot of difference in what you have to do. But bottom line is it's still about the bees. Right, right. The management of the bees is the same regardless of how many. You can have one beehive or you could have thousands. Management is pretty much the same. 
And what's interesting when you mention, you know, go take a beekeeping class and read, you have all kinds of uh, ways that different people operate their beehives or think about hive management from, you know, totally organic to heavily commercial, right? Yes, right, <laughs> right. You know, there's so many options and so many choices to make um, as, your, as a beekeeper. As far as materials to read, there's tons of different philosophies out there. Equipment-wise, there's different options as far as what equipment to use. Um, there's just a lot of choices to make. Absolutely. And typically, you know, when people say, oh, I want to put a beehive in my backyard, and then they think, oh, now nature will take care of itself, right? And so we know that's why we're beekeepers, not beehavers. And so what I know is going to happen is a lot of people, because one year, I think even at Costco, you could go buy a beehive, right? Uh, right, right. <laughs> All set up, all you have to do is add bees. <laughs> right. And obviously, that didn't work out for a lot of people because I heard from people after going, I had no idea what to do. So one of the things that people who are struggling to uh, give someone a great gift for Christmas, someone that has everything, maybe even a beehive in their backyard, what would make a great gift? We can provide gift certificates. We can provide gift certificates for the beginning beekeepers workshop, for the conference. We can give um, gift certificates for packages of bees for new beekeepers. Um, they can buy supplies for a new beekeeper. There's a lot of options there too. Absolutely, so it makes a great gifts. gift. It does. And if you're one of those people that stuck a beehive in your backyard and that's as far as you got, you might wanna consider coming to the uh, introduction to bees and beekeeping, which I can tell you, even as someone who's a seasoned beekeeper, and when I mean seasoned, I don't mean like you, you've got a lot of years into the business, but I'm five plus now, right? Still learning every single day. As I am, Sherry. Mm -hmm. I mean, I read somewhere where you're a beginning beekeeper for the rest of your life, no <laughs> matter how many years you've been a beekeeper. You know, there's always something new to learn. A um, lot of research, as you mentioned, there's a lot of research into bees. And I listened to a webinar just day before yesterday on new miticides that they are researching with really positive, um, you know, data. So. There's always something more to learn. Well, and that's what's so fascinating because when you think of, you know, the science of beekeeping, and especially when you're at a commercial level where these guys, you know, three to 5,000 beehives, they, they need a lot of science behind how to keep those, those bees healthy. But we do too with one or two hives in our backyard. Mm -hmm. You meet so many interesting people because you're putting together the 13th annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. So you go to a lot of conferences, you discover a lot of young people in the science of beekeeping. Tell us, tell us some of the fascinating people you've met this, this year. Oh my goodness. Um, a lot of people who want information on how they can start programs or how they can educate new beekeepers in their areas. Um, a lot of people are looking at um, pollinator plants 
what can we do um, in our own gardens or in our own guard, um, gardens or landscape to help the pollinators, um, honeybees particularly. And honeybees, it's kind of nice because if you have a beehive, you can at least benefit from some of the honey at the end of the year. Um, but we, we just met with someone here locally who has um, a community garden so they want to figure out how can they incorporate the bees. And as we all know, look at all of our food in our gardens that are pollinated by honeybees. And you know, you let those um, plants bloom and you can benefit from the pollination by getting the seeds so that you have seeds for the following year and you know, all the sustainability that's involved in that. Um, engineers i have met some engineers this year that are coming up with some awesome new products beekeeping tools and um, equipment those kinds of things that's always exciting to see new ideas but one thing about beekeeping i mean you meet so many fascinating people absolutely and what's so fat what's even more fascinating this is worldwide i it mean this is. isn't something that's just you know, United States, beekeeping is going on around the world and it's been going on for over 5,000 years. And it's even, I read something today that they estimate that bees have been producing honey for at least 150 million years. Yeah, that's, that's a long time, huh? It's a lot of honey. <laughs> it is, it is. But it, but that's what's so interesting. So when, when you talk about it and you're sourcing these speakers to come and speak at the conference or just in your world of taking classes and going to different events that uh, are related to the world of beekeeping, it is amazing because it's it's young people all the way to retired people or isn't like a perfect demographic for a beekeeper. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we've seen just since we've been beekeeping, we've met some really amazing people, you know, 15, 20 years ago when we started this. And they are kind of aging out and we see their kids stepping in and taking over the business. So it's kind of fun to see the generational aspect of that too. But we have lots of new young people interested in bees and the Mason Valley Beekeepers um, offer a youth scholarship and we had quite a few applications this year. And so we will award one of those um, in February at the conference as well. But a lot of young people getting involved. Well, and that's what I love also, because some of the speakers that come out to the conference, but just in general, the different universities around the country, around the world, where you do have a lot of the younger people that are, are moving into the science side of, and it's not just bees, but it's all insects. Mm -hmm. Yes. Here at the University of Nevada, there is a lab run by Dr. Ann Leonard, and they're doing more and more research. Um, they originally started with bumblebees, I believe. They did a lot of um, research on bumblebees, and now they're doing more and more on honeybees as well. Um, but yeah, most of the researchers that we bring into our conference are, are from universities all across the country. So if you're a parent and your kid brings bugs home in a jar, encourage that. <laughs> That's right. That's how Dr. Sammy Ramsey started, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because it, it's going to be a pathway that isn't going to disappear. 
Right. Yeah. So it, it, they have to like science. They have to like bugs, and it's just fun. So one of our gentlemen who came a couple of years ago, Frank Mortimer, wrote a great book, and I love the title, Bee People and the Bugs They, they Love. They love. I know. <laughs> That's a great title. So We met a new person just a couple of weeks ago. Do you know where Baker, Nevada is? Baker, Nevada is eastern Nevada, right on the Utah border. Beautiful, beautiful scenery out there. It's the gateway to the Great Basin National Park. Oh. Well, they had a bee event, Get Buzzed in Baker, last summer, and they want to expand on that. Just And they have planted pollinator gardens. There's a huge ranch out there, so they want to promote some bees and stuff out there, too. So everybody's getting bit by the bug, right? That's right. Bit yeah. by the buzz. You bet. <laughs> we have to go to break. Come back with Debbie Gilmore. We're talking about the Mason Valley beekeepers and their introduction to bees and beekeeping, a class that's going to happen Saturday, January 21st, 2023 in Urington, Nevada. If you want more information, then go to masonvalleybeekeepers.org. Makes a great gift. We'll be right back. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 23rd, 24th, and 25th in Yearington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Learn about products from beehives used for health and beauty from world-renowned speakers. Become a beekeeper. Attend the workshops to learn everything to get started. The 2023 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Register at nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Perfect for beginning and advanced beekeepers. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working here at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show. So happy that Debbie Gilmore is here with me today. Happy thank holidays, you. Debbie. Same to you. So we've been talking about the Mason Valley Beekeepers hosting their class, Introduction to Bees and Beekeeping, again, Saturday, January 21st in Yearington, just a quick drive from Reno or Sparks, and would make a great gift for anyone that's been talking about the fact that maybe they want to become a beekeeper. So now we also have, what's very exciting, is the 13th annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference that will be coming February 23rd through the 25th, 2023, also in Yearington. And this is a three-day conference <laughs> that is really designed to inform, educate, and inspire. So let's talk about what I might expect if I showed up at the conference. At the conference, well, we have, Great speakers. We have from beekeepers themselves, commercial beekeepers. We have, you know, that give like practical kind of tips. And we also have researchers, some that are doing the, you know, state of the art research on new miticides or 
you know, what's happening with the bees and all of that. So we have those speakers. We have workshops that we have. Um, and those are anywhere from swarming to mead making to... Cooking with honey, we hope, Cooking this with year. honey, we're mm -hmm. hoping this year. Pollinate, planting pollinator-type plants, um, landscape plants. Um, well, and, and beehive products. So if you want to learn how to make candles or soap or a lot of different things that actually come out of the hive. So it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we actually pull people in from all over the state of Nevada, but even California. California as well. So, yep, it's uh, three days of a lot of fun. It is a lot, a lot of fun. fun. Really good food. That I can tell you. Good food. <laughs> Vendors. We have Man Lake and Daydant coming back. Um, so you get actually get to meet those and have a contact. Sometimes it's nice to have a contact with these companies so um, you have a little bit more personal touch there. Absolutely. Let's talk about, you know, putting on a conference is obviously a lot of work. This is the 13th annual. Let's talk about the importance of some of the sponsors okay. and how they can... Uh, for anyone that would like to sponsor, but those that have been sponsoring, let's give a shout out to them. Okay. Um, two of our big sponsors that I appreciate very much are the City of Yarrington Room Tax Board and Lyon County Room Tax Board. They have been supporters of our conference for um, over 10 years now. They provide um, grant money for advertising of our of our events, so um, I appreciate those people a lot. Another big supporter is Perry and Sons Farms out of Yarrington. Um, they realize the importance of honeybees and their pollination services um, greatly. Um, another big sponsor is Help Save the Bees Foundation. Um, you know, they're, you can't say enough about them. They're just very supportive, and they participate in our conference. And um, Edible Tahoe Reno, they are huge supporters of beekeepers and of our conference as well. Absolutely. One of the things that um, you just said something, and then it brought to mind is someone who's coming to the event came last year is Hives for Heroes. Yes, and he is coming back again in February. Steve Hemenes, he is the founder of Hives for Heroes and is based out of Austin, Texas. And he is in all 50 states now. He has branched out to Australia. And the, their motto is Save the Bees, Save the Vet. And it's a veterans-run program to help um, veterans. They have found beekeeping, opening up that colony of bees, and all of a sudden, you know, you're just so focused on what's going on inside that beehive that it has helped veterans, you know, with all kinds of issues. But it's a great program, and he's a great speaker, a great personality, and he's coming back in February. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. There's such diversity of the people that show up to the conference, from the speakers to the attendees to the sponsors. And it was interesting. I was reading an article. Some celebrity had some major medical issues. And what he discovered and has been doing is stinging himself with bees. So it, 
I don't know what his problem was, but it was just so funny because it was like all of a sudden it became mainstream that he is now using a bee to sting himself like three times every other day and cannot believe the profound results that he is experiencing. There's apitherapy. Apitherapy, and there's so many products from the beehive that are used for medicinal purposes. Honey is a great antibiotic. Um, propolis, um, beeswax, you know, there's so many good qualities about those products that are all natural, right? So, um, no, that, and bee sting um, therapy, venom therapy, you know, a lot of people are deathly allergic to that, but it is so good for so Yeah, if many. you're not, <laughs> That's something, right. something you can check, especially yep. if you're you know, hands have a hard time, but I, I don't remember what his thing was. But anyway, it was just, it was all of a sudden, that's what he said he was doing. And I'm reading it in, in some mainstream <laughs> newspaper. I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. Somebody so. actually stinging themselves <laughs> yeah. on purpose. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all <laughs> kinds of studies about bee stings and the reactions through a person's body just to that little bit of venom that goes inside. So... Other things happening at the conference besides the workshops and then the main speakers and the dinners and the drinking of mead and all the fun stuff <laughs> that we do, we have a huge silent auction. Huge silent auction. <laughs> I um, mean, huge. Be, be related. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I think we had 150 some items last year in our silent auction, and that's a great fun event for people, event, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's a great silent auction. We have a lot of fun with it. We also have a bee photo contest, and last year was our first year, and people are already talking about which photos they're going to submit for this year, and so yeah. Well, it's let's not forget honey tasting. Honey tasting. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another good one. And let's see, last there was almost 20, what, tw almost 25. I don't remember. It was a 20, lot of honey. Yeah, 25 or 30. It's like, how do you decide what you like the best, right? It is hard. Yeah. I, I can't do all of them. So <laughs> I'll taste like three or four and I'll just pick one of those. But uh, what's so fun is that, you know, it's different every year. And what I love more than anything is that when you're sitting in the room, and you have a lot of people there and you've got beekeepers from Fallon and Fernley and Pahrump and Reno and all over our state, every season is different for every one of us. So Absolutely. Fallon could be rocking it one year and Carson City is having a problem. <laughs> it's just really interesting. And we see that a lot with honey production. <laughs> yeah. You know, Carson Valley area can have a really good honey year. Mason Valley and, and Lahontan Valley, not so good. And then it seems to reverse the next year. Um, but the areas are very, very different. We have beekeepers down in Pahrump. Their beekeeping management practices are very different than the people in Spring Creek who come. I mean, because, you know, the landscape, the temperature zones are very, very different. For anyone that is interested in learning about beekeeping or you know a beekeeper and you think, hey, what a great gift to send them to the Introduction to Bees and Beekeeping, which will happen Saturday, January 21st in Yearington. You can go to masonvalleybeekeepers.org to find out more information about that. Get signed up. It fills up fast. It does. 
And of course, it's in January. It is indoors. It is indoors. <laughs> um, no bees involved. So, yeah. A lot, lot of good information, and you're really going to be able to make some uh, an informed decision about if beekeeping is right for you for this year, or maybe you need to spend a year or two working on your yard or other things to get ready. And then, of course, the 13th annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference that will happen February 23rd through the 25th in 2023 in Urington, Nevada. That yes, is also indoors. It <laughs> is. Great food, great people. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. So if you want more information about the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Get signed up. Again, it fills up fast and it's always just a lot of fun. And for anyone that, you know, is concerned or wants to be a part of the solution for climate change or whatever's going on in our world, mm -hmm. start in your own backyard. That's right. And I think more and more people are doing that, especially after, you know, the COVID thing and um, people are more concerned about what's going on in their own backyard. Absolutely. All right, I want to thank Debbie Gilmore for being with me here today. She is here representing the Mason Valley Beekeepers. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. This is Sherry Hill and the Sherry Hill Radio Show, where business and today beekeeping has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Tune in next week, same time, same station for the Sherry Hill Show.